Hello, hello, and welcome to the Divinely Driven Results live show. My name is Elise Smith, Christian business strategist, and I get to empower Christian women entrepreneurs just like you to be able to reach their sales goals by partnering with God, empowering their mindset, and utilizing biblical business strategy. Now, as I'm getting all set up here, I want to know who is with us here today. You never know where you're going to find your divine client, so make sure you tell us in the comments below what it is that you do. What is your business and who are you looking to serve? Awesome. Awesome. Okay. So once again, my name is Elise Smith, Christian business strategist and owner of Divinely Driven Results. And I love to empower you with being uh, able to um, reach those sales goals through biblical business strategy. And so that's exactly what we're going to talk about here today under the pillar of divine business operations, which has a lot to do with leadership. Now, it doesn't matter if you are a solopreneur or if you already have a team, you're going to get some great tips on how to build a divine team without spending a dime. Doesn't that sound good? <laughs> now, you might be a solopreneur and you're ready to take your business to the next level, but there's only so much time in the day that you have to spend in your business, right? And you feel like, how in the world can I expand when I don't have time to grow it the way that I want to? Or maybe you're feeling the tug to start growing your team and so that you don't have to do it alone, but you aren't you know, making enough to be able to take on anyone or to hire anyone. Well, with these leadership tips today, you're going to learn how to start growing a team to help you achieve your goals, even if you feel like you can't afford to. Does that sound good? Who's excited? Let's see in the comments below. Do you already have a team? Um, how many team members do you have? Or are you a solopreneur looking to hire someone? Now, I have to tell you that one of the best pieces of business advice that I was ever given is get this, guys, get an employee as soon as possible. Now, this could be a contractor or employee, you know, we'll say employee just or a team member uh, just for this video purpose. And when I heard that, I was like, well, that's weird. Like, what if I can't afford someone? Right. Like, what do I do? And and so I was like, hmm, that's really interesting advice. And I kind of put it in my back pocket and thought, okay, I'll deal with that later. <laughs> right. But the thing about getting an employee as soon as possible is that you really truly are in business at that point. You're not just, you know, doing this for yourself. So I, I heard this thought, like I said, and I thought, you know, that's true once I'm making enough money to hire someone. And then what happened was the next month came around and I did not hit my financial goal. I didn't hit my revenue goal that I was going for. And I was working, you know, a job at the time and didn't really need the money. So my revenue goal was just completely optional. And the thing about that is, is that your goal, your revenue goal becomes mandatory when you have someone relying on you in your company to hit it. How many of us have our revenue goal as optional right now? And if it's optional to us, then then we may not hit it, right? Then we don't do everything that's in our power to do it. So anyway, so I started thinking of all the things that I either dislike doing in business or I'm really not good at, <laughs> which was quite the list, um, like creating social media posts or web pages, like so not good at that. <laughs> and I thought, okay, I can see how someone would really be helpful to me to be able to bring on to the team. So even though I knew I didn't have the money, I decided that the services that God has given me to offer to people are a huge gift to other people. So 
here is your absolute amazing trick to being able to grow your team without spending a dime. You guys ready for this? Ready to write it down? And then we'll go into exactly how to do this here in just a second, because there's definitely a good way and a bad way to do this. Trade. That was huge for me. Holy cow. If you have not gotten into trade, or maybe you've gotten into trade and it just hasn't worked out very well, you are going to want to stay on and watch this whole thing because I was amazed how God said, literally just help me to see that the gifts and talents and experiences and challenges and all those things that make me who I am and the value that I give to other people is just as good as in a trade. And so what I did was I put it out there on social media. I went to different women entrepreneur groups and I said, okay, here is what I'm looking for. And here's what I can offer you. If you are interested in a trade, you know, leave your information below or contact me or whatever it was. Right. And I was amazed that I started to being able to grow a team that was, you know, not just on myself all the time to try and do everything because we put all that pressure on us. I started to grow that team without spending a dime. Now, of course, it spent my time, which of, of course is money as well, right? But when you're in business uh, in the very beginnings, when you're trying to grow a team, that is where you have that time and that energy to be able to pour into someone else. And it gives you great experience and practice as well. So the thing about it is if you don't have a team member already, I would find a way to get one since that's how you know you're truly in business. That's when you really get to put on that CEO hat and work on your business as opposed to in your business. So I want you to really be open to this concept. So let's jump into our biblical success principle here. And oh, I love this scripture so, so, so much. This is 2 Corinthians 8, 14. And it says, but by inequality, inequality, not inequality, <laughs> but by equality, that now at this time, your abundance may be a supply for their want, that their abundance also may be a supply for your want, that there may be equality. Isn't that fascinating? Now, we always talk about this scripture with sales, and that's so true. Our abundance, the gifts and talents and everything that God has given us is, of course, supposed to help other people. And then the amount of money that they make, they're able to pay you, right? But it's the same thing with trade, is that if you have an incredible service, which that's why you're in business, is to serve other people, right? Um, if you have an incredible service, and so do they, and you guys have this, you know, a different zone of genius, that you guys love to be in, why not trade? Our first website, our first funnel, sales funnel and all of that was built around trade, which thank goodness it was because I could not have done it by myself just because it's not my area of expertise. So utilize someone else's genius. If you don't like doing the thing or if you don't feel like you're very good at it, don't just try to force your way through it. Use the gifts and talents God has given you on this. Now, I have some good experiences with trade and some bad experiences with trade. So let me save you some of the heartache here. Let's go into some of our trade tips. And I want to know, you know, have you guys had good experiences with trade, bad experiences with trade? Um, you know, what are some of your trade tips as well? So the first thing when you're talking about trade, um, you know, really open up your mind to this concept of trade, right? Is that, uh, for instance, the web designer. So the first web designer that I worked with, remember, 
remember I put it out on social media and then we we chatted, felt like it was a good fit. And then we were able to, she was able to kind of take what she does and what I do. And we found a way to have a middle ground there um, based on the value that we feel like we both bring to the table. And it was perfect because I had no idea how to build a website or, <laughs> or a sales funnel at that time. So the first step that you have when you're coming to trade is identify the role that you're looking for. What specifically do you want for them to do for you? And will it be worth it to be able to train them to do it? Now, you might find someone who's just barely getting started in business. And if that's the case, they might be really open to trade at that point or even get this, guys. You can hire an intern at a local college to be able to intern for you, for your company. And that is kind of considered a little bit of a trade because they're getting experience, um, but you don't even have to pay the intern sometimes. So really open up your minds to being able to see the possibilities of growing a team, right? But the thing is, is we need to understand what it is that you want them to do. So make a list of all the things that you want them to do. A virtual assistant is a great person to start out with as your first team member. They can be your right-hand person. Oh my heavens, I have had a virtual assistant for years and years and years, and I cannot tell you <laughs> how much that person has helped us to, um, to grow the business. And so really identify what it is that you want them to do. And if you want to have someone who's brand new at it, are you willing to take the time to train them to do it? If not, then you want to look for someone who has a little bit more experience, but that trade might be a different situation, right? Okay, so that's number one, identify the role and what you're willing to kind of work with there. Number two is put it on social media and ask your audience who they know that would fit for that, right? So put it on social media in like a different uh, you know, women entrepreneur groups is a great one for that, um, even on your own social media profile. And then also ask around. You can put it in your own email list or ask your friends like, hey, I'm looking for a virtual assistant that does these types of things. Who do you know that's looking for work, right? You could be an answer to someone's prayer. It's so neat every time that I hop on a phone call because I'm feeling uh, led to trade with someone, I hear the same thing every single time when it's a good fit is, oh my heavens, I was just praying for this opportunity yesterday or something to that effect. And it just gives me goosebumps because we have been given a gift of our services and it doesn't always have to be in return for money. It can be for trade. So exciting. Okay. Let's go on. Number three. So this is your third step is set up interviews with specific questions. This is where I failed in the beginning. I'm just going to let you know, guys, <laughs> I'd hop on the call and I'd be just so excited that someone wanted to trade with me that I'm like, OK, yeah, sure. You sound good. Let's go. <laughs> so you're going to introduce yourself and really help them understand the value that you're bringing to the table, understand her value and get to know her and see if you guys are open to a trade. Then we want to identify the fit. It's not just that both of you guys are open to the trade, but identifying that fit is really important too. So have specific questions that you ask. Really treat this as a CEO interviewing someone for your business. Focus on what's most important to you, both in the role and their personality. 
that's a thing. Like you're going to be working with this person. And so you want to make sure that it's a good fit personality wise as well. Not just that they can do the things, but that they're going to be a good team member. I love calling them instead of employees or contractors. We're talking team members here. They're going to be helping you to achieve those goals and you're going to be helping them to achieve their goals as well. It needs to fit on both sides. And so you can ask something like, uh, and this is this is like interview 101. I've been doing interviews in the corporate world for years and years and years. And one of the questions we always ask is tell me about a time when, right? So if you want to find out if someone works well under pressure, maybe you have some deadlines that have to be hit, or maybe it's just a project that you're trading as opposed to, you know, ongoing services. Tell me about a time when you were up against a deadline and you didn't think you were going to hit it what happened? Tell me about that, right? That's a really good question to be able to kind of start seeing how they're going to handle different situations that may come up in your business. Um, or, and this is one thing I would highly recommend, I should say and instead of or, have them give you examples of their work. Don't just take their word for it. And I know we want to trust everyone and we want to, you know, have good feelings about everyone, but help. This is a business decision. We want to be able to see if what they're going to put out is going to work, such as social media management. If they've never done a social media post or if their own social media maybe doesn't look that great, that might be an indicator. Not always. There's some social media managers who totally forget about their own profiles <laughs> and do great for other people, but have them do some kind of example of their work, whether they've done it in the past or maybe you give them a small project that they can work on. You know, write up an email that would say something like this and let's just see what that would look like give them a trial period. So that's actually number four. So we talked about identify that role, put it on social media, get it out there to your audience, set up an interview with specific questions, and then start with a trial period. I will tell you that that is some of the biggest mistakes that I've made with trade is that that I never gave a trial period. I said, okay, awesome. I love my six month program. It's going to be great for you. And, and so let's have you work for me for six months and I'll work for you for six months and it's going to be awesome. Yeah, no, <laughs> you want to be able to test out that personality, test out their work, test out, you know, how well they're going to fit into your company. So give it a week or two or a month, depending on exactly what you're having them do. There's going to be some ramp up time for them to get used to your company and how you do things and you in particular and for you to get used to them. So make sure you're building that into the trial period. But Make sure that you are kind of uh, leaving that open for either one of you guys to say, hey, this just isn't working. Don't just jump into your program. Make sure you test each other out first. That's going to save you a lot of heartache. Um, number five is have a contract with an out for both of you. We want to have a contract because we want to do things all you know decently done in order, just like it talks about in the scriptures. But you want to have that contract that has an out for you guys as well. And then last but not least, reevaluate and give feedback regularly. Make sure that you're not just saying, okay, here's all the things, go for it, have fun, and then you don't even check back with them or check their work. In the beginning, when it comes to leadership, we have to be kind of that micromanaging type of person just to make sure that they understand what we're looking for and we understand what they're looking for. If we just say, you know, okay, you know what you're doing, go for it. And we just trust them to do their own thing. 
then we won't be able to really understand each other's styles and be able to be what we want to be for each other. And so really check in on a regular basis, check their work. It's not that you're looking for ways that, you know, they're doing bad. This is not from a negative standpoint. This is actually a good thing for you to catch them doing good things and for you to be able to help make small corrections along the way so that you don't have to make a big correction later on in possibly letting them go. And so those are some things to really keep in mind when it comes to trade is that you have an incredible gift that God has given you, whether it's a product or a service or anything in between, <laughs> you have this gift that God has given you. And it's not just for making money. It's for serving other people. Well, what if you can find that equality just like the scripture is talking about? Now, at this time, your abundance may be a supply for their want. They are wanting something and you have that abundance within you. And their abundance, the gifts and talents that they've been given, may be a supply for your want. We are not meant to run this business alone, ladies. I don't care if you're a solopreneur, an entrepreneur, a team, you know, a whole huge team or business. It doesn't matter. We're not meant to do this alone. So we have God as our guide and as our partner. And we have other people here on this earth that have been given talents and gifts that we don't have. <laughs> and that's okay. That's why it's so beautiful. I, I remember being in, in, uh, in Sunday school and they would teach this concept of of a puzzle and we're all puzzle pieces. And my puzzle piece looks totally different than yours. And when we can combine our two puzzle pieces, then we get to create a bigger picture together. And I love that because we have all been given those different talents and gifts. You don't have to feel bad that you're not good at social media or whatever it might be. Um, all you have to do is find someone who has that. But I do wanna kind of end with something here is that trade is a great option. But there are some of you who are listening to this. You're making pretty good money in your business and you know that you're ready to hire that next person. And it could start as trade and then turn into hire if that's what happens. But some of you know that you're ready to hire that next person, but it's fear that's holding you back. And the thing about it is, is that fear is teaching us something. That fear is giving us a red flag and saying there's something underneath that's happening here. Maybe you have a fear around trade as well. Really pay attention to that. But fear does not come from God, right? Second Timothy uh, 1, 7, I believe that is, is that God is not a God of fear. And so really challenge that. There are some of you guys who can pay for an employee right now, but you're afraid that when you put that pressure on yourself, it's going to change your business. Or you're afraid that you might not have a good month and won't be able to pay them. I will tell you whether it's trade or hire, because we've done both in our business. God will always provide. He will always provide. Think about back in, in your business, just in general, when is a time that God has provided for you? And as we seek, we really do find so if you're afraid of trade or of hire or whatever that might be, if you're feeling pulled to really start building that divine team that is going to help you to get to that next level that God wants you to be at, then ask yourself, what am I afraid of? And then really look for the opposite of that proof. Look for those times where God has taken care of you because God is an unchanging God. So why would he stop providing for you now? 
God will always provide as we are taking the steps that we feel called to take. So I encourage you guys, build out your team members. In fact, make a list. Make a list of all of the types of roles that you would like to have in your business. Maybe you don't hire all of them at once or get on trade with all of them at once. Maybe it's just one person at a time, but we are not meant to run this business alone. Other people have been given talents and gifts to be able to help us grow our business. And I will tell you, by 100% that our business would not be the same without all of the amazing team members that we've had over the years, good and bad, <laughs> and the incredible team members that we have right now. I am so, so grateful for the opportunity to start with trade so that I could then get to a point where I could hire those people. It is an incredible gift that we've been given. So don't let fear stop you. Take that leap of faith and start building that divine team that God is calling you to so that you can reach those people that you're meant to serve because that's what this is all about. All right, ladies, thank you so much for your amazing comments here. I got so wrapped into it. I barely got, got to uh, these comments today, but yes, we've had some successful and not so some successful partners. Yeah. So think about what works and what doesn't work for you. Yes. Love it. Ooh, yes. Great job, guys. This is amazing. The team makes the dream come true. Absolutely. Uh, thank you guys so much for being with us on this show today. Now, if you are looking for a way to grow your business in the Lord's way with biblical business strategy at the core, then make sure you go to divinelydrivenresults.com and really book your strategy session with us today. We're going to do a business review with you to be able to figure out what's working and what's not working in your business in our seven pillars of a divinely successful business. So make sure you go to divinelydrivenresults.com. Um, and if you have any issues with that, we're having a little bit of technical issues today. You can always go to thefaithstrategy.com. So it's either divinelydrivenresults.com or thefaithstrategy.com. And you can book a business review, a free business review, so that you can figure out what's working and what's not working in your business and how we can help you take your business to the next level. And for those Christian women entrepreneurs in the service-based industries, if you guys are not already in our amazing Faithful Ladypreneurs Facebook group, come join us in Faithful Ladypreneurs. All right, guys, until next time, thanks so much for joining and we will talk to you later. Bye.